This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's a Friday. Taz of the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. As we come to you live, Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios, who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button. Get mortgage. All right, you got Mike and Pete across the way. Bogus, your updates to 9 a.m. Eastern time we go. Next three hours of sports talk with you. Other things as well. Big football Friday. We got NFL picks, college picks coming your way later on in the program. A lot to get into. What's up, Taz? What's up, brother? Oh, good, good, Moose. Good, good. Uh, here, Friday. Do it. Get rolling. Another great week went by. And uh, like you said, yeah, we got a, a, an awesome show lined up here. Yeah, a lot to get to, Taz, this yes, morning. A lot, uh, a lot. lot to unpack. Uh, and we got a little AWWE NXT update in uh, terms of the ratings, ooh, in yeah, terms of yeah, viewership a yeah, little later on yes, the program yes. as well, because yes. uh, uh, stuff that we talked about yesterday on the program, uh, news came out uh, yesterday afternoon in terms of uh, viewership for uh, both of those on Wednesday night, so uh, that's what we call a little bit of a tease in the business. Yeah. We'll get into that a little <laughs> bit later on, Taz, but yep. um, certainly the Thursday night game last night, we've had two now back-to-back Thursday night games, and you know, I've been the negative Nelly uh, on it, but uh, got to give credit. Last two games uh, on Thursday Night Football have been highly entertaining. Packers and Eagles last week in Lambeau Field. And then up in Seattle amongst the 12s, um, mm. it was the Seahawks victorious over the Los Angeles Rams as Seattle now gets themselves to 4-1 and one on the year. The Rams fall to 3-2, and two, a 30-29 to 29 victory for the Seattle Seahawks as Greg the Leg Zerline misses a 44-yard field goal Late in the game, that would have given, I believe, I mean, the Rams the victory. Um, It wasn't at the gun, but it was pretty much close to it. Um, Would have given the Rams the victory. Um, He misses it. Seattle, as Carroll celebrates on the sideline, come away with the one-point victory. Yeah, yeah. What a heartbreaker for uh, Los Angeles, for sure. Because, yeah, I agree. If Zerline nails that kick... You know, they're gonna I was stunned game. he missed it. I, he's usually spot on. He's Jones. Great. I mean, he really is. I, yeah, but you know, not, you know how it is with kicking. That's that's what happens, right? Yeah, so, he's a really good one though. Taz. He is. I, I was. He is. It was not. Yeah. You know, it was not the Jets kicker lining up. I mean, or it was <laughs> no, not Matt Gay good, down man. in Tampa Bay. I, I was. I was stunned. Zerline missed that one. Yeah, he's at the same level as Lambo. Our, our friend <laughs> right, here. Yes. But anyway, yeah, no, yeah, no. He's usually spot on for sure. Uh, but you're right. I mean, it was a super entertaining game. It really, it really. This was a hell of an M- NFC matchup. And and the Rams are in an interesting spot. They got two losses. They're three and two. Who would have thunk it? You know, here we are, week five and stuff. And they're, they're three and two. They got two losses. I'm a, I'm a little pers- little surprised after the season they had last year. But no knock on them. Great game yesterday. They're on the road. Tough place to play. Uh, as you mentioned with that twelfth man. But um, but yeah, they got they're, they're three and two right now. I, I didn't expect them to have two losses right now. Uh, no, neither did I. Especially Taz. I, I didn't expect them to have two losses following a game in which. They got drubbed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers um, and lose that game 55-40 last week at home in Los Angeles. Then you would imagine they'd be a little smitten off that. It wasn't like they weren't good offensively, Taz. Yeah. You know, it's more a case of where this Rams defense is for Wade Phillips. As much credit as we want to give him, Mm. you know, he got lit up last week. 
Um, and we talked about that Rams personnel. Remember after the Brown game, we were giving them all the credit. Wow, they've got playmakers on every single level. Aaron Donald, you've got Clay Matthews. You know, Littleton's a good linebacker. And then you look at the corners, you've got to keep Tlaib and Peters. Look at the uh, look at the guys in the safety position. You know, they're going to be pretty good. Fly, you know, uh, Dante Fowler getting after the quarterback and. And honestly, you know, they've been quite poor. I mean, yeah. it really is. Well, they, they've been very, very poor at getting after the quarterback, and their coverage downfield has been terrible. That has been. And and the main thing, too, what, what the, that Rams defense, Wade Phillips defense is, they've been on the field too long. I mean, you know, just about 10 minutes more time of possession did the Seahawks have over the Rams. That's too much. You you They were on the field way too much, the Rams, playing defense. They kept, you know, obviously, listen, we don't know how great what, uh, uh, Russ is. We, we know that. We understand that. Uh, but, and, and and Lockett, by the way, he made a catch that, with his t- that one of the corners, you see that one of the corners? Yes, was, it was oh, unbelievable. That was unbelievable. unbelievable. They, one of the great catches so far in the season. They really did. It really was. I mean, even they had the running back with Seahawks Carson, they made him look like he was freaking Tony Dorsett in the 80s. I mean, that's that the Rams couldn't stop this guy. He had over 110 yards rushing. I mean, so their defense, they, they just were playing too much defense. They, they, they time of possession game, they couldn't get the Seahawks off the field enough. I mean, that, that, that ended up costing them. You're right, though. That defense is an issue. Oh, it is. And you're right in terms of the time of possession. You know, the Rams had no issue moving the football on that Seahawks defense, which is nowhere close to what it once was. I mean, you got Gurley now, 15 carries for 51 yards after he had, what, seven touches the week previous? I yeah. believe just five carries against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But to play to your point, I mean, Carson had over 110 yards on the ground. And the Seahawks nearly ran for 170 yards as a team. Yeah. I mean, when you're going into Crazy. that game. And and that's kind of one thing that Seattle got to last year, especially with Carson running the football. And you saw it once again last night for that Seattle Seahawks. That's winning at the point of attack, which is surprising because, you know, Taz, you, know, you, look, at that Ram, you look at that Rams defensive line. I know Adamican Sue is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. But when you've got Aaron Donald along that defensive line, the last thing you would expect is is the Seahawks to win the battle up front and in a war of wills be able to run the football as effectively as they did last night. I was surprised by that. I was too. You're 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 spot on because the O line for the Seahawks, the push they were getting on that on that defensive line was, uh, of the Rams was I I couldn't believe it. I mean I was like, what is going on here? I mean I you know and it's it, this is what we saw we saw against this against the Bucks too. So I don't know if they got to reassess or maybe offensive coordinators are figuring out how to run the ball on this talented t- defense that they had last year. You're right, Sue's not there anymore, but uh, he's with the Bucks. But the thing is, though, like still you have arguably the best defensive player in the league on that defensive front, and they're moving the ball. I mean, Brock is a really good player. Fowler's a really good player. They're moving the ball. Clay Matthews, that linebacker, uh, the D-backs and stuff with Weddle and Marcus Peters. They got the Talib. I don't know what's going on. I I, yeah. I don't know how it's happening. I listen. Uh, you know, again, that Seahawks offense last night was on point, though. I mean, they really were. Russell Wilson was on point. He played great. You know, four touchdowns. But still, you 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 know, you gotta. I know you're in a roll, but you got this awesome defense, and we haven't seen it for two weeks. Now, you know, we've talked a lot about hits, right? And we certainly last weekend we did with the hit on on Josh Allen with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And, uh, the concussion, Vontez Perfect, we talked about that on Jack Doyle, and then he gets suspended for the rest of the season for the Oakland Raiders in that Raiders-Colts game. Uh, did you have an issue with the 15-yard penalty on Clay Matthews, uh, roughing the passer, 
at about, I don't know, what was it, about the, the six-minute mark in the fourth quarter. Uh, 5.45, thank you, Mike. 5.45 mark in the fourth quarter. Did you have an issue with that roughing the passer penalty on Matthews? I mean, I, I, listen, it's uh, that late in the game, the, the, the shorter answer is a little bit. A little bit, you I did. did. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the thing is, though, because you know, at that late in the game, you you can't. I mean, it's easy said than done. Obviously, you gotta you gotta really be careful in regards to penalties. You you can't let you can't let that even be in in the realm of a problem. And Matthews came. I mean, he was full speed Jones. I mean, he came. He, he, he once he saw Westbrook, uh, Westbrook. Once he saw Wilson roll out, he came off the uh, off the outside and just full speed like a blitz. Even though it wasn't a blitz, because he saw he was gonna roll. He saw he was rolling out Wilson. And he didn't. He couldn't stop his mo- his momentum. I mean, it was a late release on the pass. He, he I, I think he could have pulled up, but his momentum was really going forward. It he was, didn't hit him in the head. No, no, he didn't. It was a I, forearm, you know, the yeah, chest. Right, he did. I, I mean, I. Um, you had a problem with it? I thought it should have been called. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it's I, a tough I, one. You know, yeah. you're right. He's going full speed, and this is not you know a major motion picture where a guy can all of a sudden stop all of his momentum right. in the in the span of one stride. Taz, I don't disagree with you. I think if he didn't lean into it mm. the way that he did and kind of follow through the way that he did to an extent, maybe that penalty doesn't get called. You know what I mean? Like I think if, you're he, right. if he if he kind of his arms, his arms follow through to your point. Yeah, like and that. Yeah, that's, and, and I think yeah. that's where it came through. Like if he the ball gets released, he's not going to get a sack. He's not going to get a quarterback hit. If he does one of those things where you see defensive players do it, where they hold their hands sure, up, up. Right, you know what right. I'm saying, yeah, 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 and yeah. then all of a sudden he kind of nudges them and bumps right, them, right. I don't think they're going to call a penalty. No, I think you're right. I, even if Russell Wilson goes down, I don't think they're going to call a penalty. I think it was the nature of the hit, and in today's in today's NFL, <laughs> the protection of the quarterback, Taz, I think that's the reason why you know the fact that he leaned into it and a little bit of the follow-through uh, with his arms, I think yeah. that's the reason why well, the penalty got called. No, I think you're right. It's definitely about, especially with the lean and especially the follow-through, both those points. Um, but he, I, you know, and, and like you said it too, I mean, he was. He's in a tough spot. He's in a tough spot, Matthews. And he's an aggressive player. He's a tremendous player. And as you know, just a few years ago, this wouldn't have happened. It would not have been a penalty there. Oh, no, but, I know. You know, you got yes. he, you know, <laughs> it's totally different now. I mean, but that follow-through did it. I mean, um, I mean, I've never had when I played football. You know, it was different. You know, you hit a guy, you could fall through, you land him, you did all that stuff. But yeah, the I don't Reggie know, White pancake. Yeah, you know, he was the master well, he, of it. Yeah, Phil Sims used to always talk about that. He um, hit him, and then all of a sudden, uh, the weight of the world was on top of you because that was and driving you down into that vet old vet veteran stadium like turf, like right cement. in the cement, and and they did away with that because obviously that led to some injuries and everything yeah. like that. And play to your point of what you used to do when you were playing. Yeah, and I'm just but imagine that. I mean, he was a big man, white, just dead oh weight God. on you. It's just like a tank falling on you. Yeah, giant man, but. No, I don't. I've never played a sport in all my years as an athlete where I had to stop my motion <laughs> from going full speed. So I don't know how to stop. I don't know how these defensive guys <laughs> are able to do that or, or how tough it is because they can get hurt. That's a great way to blow out a knee or pop your patella in your kneecap when you're going full speed and then you stop so you don't get a penalty. I mean, it's almost like. I don't want to exaggerate here, but some of it could be physically impossible to stop. Like, I don't know how Matthews, just again, as we're breaking this play down, right? I don't know how uh, he can physically stop his body, uh, except for, and I think you make the great point of the follow-through, even more than a lean. The follow-through he could have prevented. 
Yeah. But the hit, he's, there's no way he's preventing well, I, him. I, I think, well, maybe I should correct Maybe if it wasn't for the follow-through, then that penalty doesn't get called. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe I, it doesn't. But you know what? We we also had a scenario in that uh, in that Bronco game, Bronco-Bear game, remember, where he had roughing the passer on Mitchell Trubisky. Remember we were yeah, talking about yes, the time yes, yes, on yes. the game-winning Eddie Pinero 53-yard mm. field goal where they got into field goal range where they call 15-yard rough in the passer penalty, and that penalty made little to no sense. No sense, right. I mean, right. because he basically, is the moment he got rid of the ball, Bradley Chubb was hitting him right. on the outside, and that and that penalty made no sense. Made no sense, right. So, I mean, there wasn't a case of, and usually the rule of thumb, for anybody that doesn't know, is, you know, you get one stride. Right. Anything more than one stride, right. that's when you're going to get called for a penalty. So, but the Chubb penalty... It was within one stride. It was within one stride. He was right, basically right. in the act, in active, in the in the act of tackling him or hitting exactly. him as as Trubisky got rid of the football. Totally, it's not like these guys are video game. You know, they're, no, they're they not. They're, they're humans, and right. and I'm telling you, like watching that play with Mathis, he had a run, dude. I'm talking about a full sprint. If you watch his closing speed, as soon as he saw Wilson roll out to Wilson's right. He ran at least. He sprinted full sprint, Matthews. It had to be 13, 12, 13 yards. And he, you know, I don't know how he's going to stop himself from 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 hitting him. But I guess the follow through is the only thing I would say Matthews screwed up on because that you probably could have prevented. Yeah, and 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 even with that penalty being called at the time and being very debatable, Taz, as as you know, Seahawks fans were excited and Ram fans were were enraged. Um, you know, Zerline still lining up there for a forty-four yeah. yard field goal. Um, and it was high up on the right cross, uh, high up on the right pole that he missed it. I mean, it was almost over the pole. I mean, it was very, very close in, yeah. in, in terms of going through. It, it was obviously he missed it. Um, and I was at that stage pretty surprised, as we mentioned earlier on, that he did miss it. It's almost like a, I almost look at it as like a foregone conclusion. Oh, Zerline's line up for a field yeah, goal. It's He's going to make it. It's over, right? Uh, right. And, and he misses it. And. You know, we talked about the Rams and and the and Wade Phillips maybe not adjusting defensively. The Rams' offense is a okay. I mean, Jared Goff threw for nearly four hundred yards. I, I mean, know. Everett's making plays. Cooper Cup's he making great. plays. Everett looked great. Yeah, he did on that one run. Yeah. I mean, basically <laughs> down at the you know tremendous. half yard line. Um, you know, so the the offense. You know, even you have questions about Todd Gurley. Is fine. It's really about that Rams defense. And then you get to Seattle, who, you know, I talked about earlier, we talked about earlier in the season, not much of a passing game. Lockett's making plays. Yeah. You know, you, you got the rookie at Ole Miss making plays. The um, big uh, muscular kid. Yeah. Uh, uh, Metcalf. Metcalf, right. DK yeah, Metcalf yeah. is making plays. Carson run the football. I mean, that offense for Seattle seems to have gotten healthy. You have concerns about that defense. You saw Clowney make a play last night. Yeah, but, did make but a they're play. But they're a four and one football team as Carroll's celebrating Taz. Yeah. And, you know, I think his excitement and exuberance, here's the one thing about Seattle that I'll give him credit for, not just that all the winning is. You know, there's a lot to be said about belief. <laughs> that Seahawks team, whatever Carroll sells every week. They're buying what, it. Yeah. They buy. Yeah. No, you're right. Every week, Taz, they buy in. Whatever right. it might be, they buy in. They love their coach. They love playing for their coach. Mm. His excitement and exuberance and his energy, they feed off of it. You saw it after the Zerline miss last night. And hook, line, and sinker, they buy into what Car- ever Car- whatever Carroll's selling. And, Taz, that's important. Well, that's the key. We talk about it all the time, you know, the connectivity that a coach can have with his player on any level, no matter if it's college or in the NFL or what have you, you know, no matter what sport. You know, if you, if you have that, you know <laughs> – 
You know what I mean? If you have that connectivity, that's a bit that's that's what you want. You want to be able to connect yeah. to your players. And you're right. I mean, Pete Carroll, I mean, old man Jones, and he looks like a young kid, and he oh, connects to these guys. He really does. You want to know how, how old is he again? Uh, Carroll, I would say Carroll is sixty. If I had to guess, sixty-eight years old. Oh, wow, he looks. We said it before. He looks amazing. If I had a sixty-eight, he is sixty-eight. Man. Zerlon, you want to know how he? You know, you want to know how good Zerlon is? Here he is. 112 of 115, good stat, Mike. Uh, on 112 of 115 on kicks of 44 yards or shorter in his career. Wow. Last night, 44, he missed it with the game on the line. 11 seconds to go. Pete Cowles, how old? 68. Ah, man, he's 20 years older than me. He looks great. All right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was. Maybe not 20. Right. Hashtag we over. My math 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose. On a Friday morning, what's your thoughts on the Thursday night affair that went the Seahawks way? We'll get into a little baseball. Wild game down in Atlanta. Not so much out in Los Angeles. We'll touch upon that and more next. It's Taz and Moose on a Friday morning right here. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. It is Taz and the Moose with you here on this Friday morning. CBS Sports Radio. We've got college picks, NFL picks coming your way a little bit later on in the program. Bogish is in the house. First yeah. time this morning. What's up, Andrew? Good morning. Find him. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, you were screaming for me. He's busy outside. I was trying to find him. Well, you were not on the radio either. Well, we're just what's called pre- preparation. Right. Well, my co-host is getting ready to bring us back from break. You're coughing. Yeah. No, I make sure everything the landscape is right here, and, and that's my job. <laughs> right. So that's Taz how is the big teamwork. settler of the scene. That's me. It's called yes. teamwork. Correct. So yeah, absolutely. I couldn't find Andrew, and I'm screaming, Andrew, where is he? <laughs> and then we found Get him. me Heller! <laughs> yeah, right. I'm where? Andrew Bogish. Tobias Heller. Where's Zuck? What Zook. game are you calling today? So, yeah. That's a good question. I just found out yesterday I'll be calling uh, West Islip High School against Connecticut High School. Nice. Who's the big star Say that West one Islip? Slowly. Uh, West Islip's best player is a young man named Kyle Half, a linebacker. Well, All I right. just got a shout out while he's in class. Yeah. So uh, starting quarterback for Connecticut. Uh, it's Connecticut. Okay. Yes. His name just is go with it. Thank you. Gwardia. I'm not trying to say it just yet, but he's going to play okay. at Sony Brook next year on Long Island. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Suffolk County Jones. Yes, he's so, an yeah. FCS recruit. Right, right. Oh, nice. Okay. nice. So that's a Suffolk County battle right Connecticut. there. Oh, yes. Big Suffolk Division yes. 2 battle. Look yeah. out. Yeah, that, the yeah, guy yeah. who does play-by-play on the internet? <laughs> this is actually on TV, Zach, but thanks for asking. Play on the internet? Nope. Television. Where, where can we watch it? Uh, uh, that's another good question, Moose. That will be on Verizon Fios, Channel 501, only if you live on Long Island uh, at a date that's not today. Well, I live on Long Island, and I am not going to watch it. That's fair. Okay. I mean, you couldn't watch it today anyway. The game is oh, not air live. Oh, it's a, ta- a tape delay broadcast. The actual air date is unknown to me. 
Oh, that's awesome. So no, by then, that's going to be a good one. These kids, these kids will be in college by no, then. No, it'll air probably Monday at yeah. the latest. Oh, Monday on the latest. Yeah. So at some point over the next three and a half days. Yeah. So Stay tuned. It's like buying day, uh, day old bagels. It's something yeah, similar to that, yeah. 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 Stale bread Jones. Yes. I feel you. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Well, good luck and have fun. Hey, hey thanks. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, what time's that game? Yeah. Uh, it's a six o'clock kickoff. I have at an idea. West Iceland High School. I have an idea. Friday Night Lights. Whoever the boss is who hired you for this thing. Yes. I would say, hey, Haas, mm-hmm. why don't we do this? The game is going to be live to tape, okay, as we call it in TV business, Andrew. You obviously didn't know that because nope. you didn't say those words. But that's well, the, I didn't want to speak down to our listeners. That's what the terminology is, live to tape. So why don't I do what they call in the biz a VO, meaning you? You should just voice this game, voice it over. Once it's ta- just let them shoot the game, play the game, and VO it on Monday. No, I, can't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Wow. I wouldn't be able to muster the. You got to be there. Dude, it's got to happen I've in the moment. Pro wrestling in You're better than me. We discussed by, this already. You, on a regular basis, you think I'm in the, in the arena. There's a little bit of a difference between production costs for the WWE and <laughs> high school football. Correct. Good point. So you County. also but yeah. you, would, would you not say there's a little, little bit, bit of a different budget? Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> in terms of voicing it over, yeah. post production, hiring a crew, a rolling the video. Another good point. You know, okay. is that you know Yeah. Got I don't, it. I don't think you're right. The only studio think. we have is the back of a former FedEx truck that they've <laughs> I said I'm reconfigured the into a. So I'm not sure the acoustics in there are good enough for me to record VO right. after the that fact. Makes sense. Yeah, but if sense. Suffolk County football is run by Vince McMahon, you could clearly do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that's true. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think. Well, you're right because you know, and you work at SNY Moose, and you know, when you work like in real studios like that, I walk in the side. You do get. Kind of a little bit, uh, not spoiled, but you know, you think that that's how anything in no, any kind of TV word. is. Spoiled so. is the right word. <laughs> yeah, spoiled probably. Yeah. I'm, yes, I would say I'm probably a little spoiled. No, because it's like you have resources that are inside. You, Andrew, you've done this. Well, you know and you know what they have at SNY, too. They have free snacks. Oh, they do. Talk like about a, spoiled. Oh, they do, really? yes. Yeah. We have a snack wall. Really? Oh, snack wall. Snack wall. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, well, they called it a snack wall initially when we were down in right across the street from Radio City. But yes, they have they have coffee, they have soda fountain. Oh wait, that's a studio that was on uh, right across right, right, right on uh, what do you call it um, on right Sixth Avenue on Sixth, and you could see that's where this company we used to be in uh, Midtown there. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, but yeah. you could see the studio. I remember that. I remember yeah, seeing we, the studio. I used to, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's right. I forgot yeah, I used you to come there. upstairs. I about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right I where you know they yeah. right next to the Time Life Building. Actually, I used to get my parking discount because the guy said, "I'll tell them that you work for S and Y." And yes. he gave me an SMY card. I never worked for SMY in my life. Don't tell anyone that you work with that. Well, it's, there you go. It's I'm, not sure they're at, I'm sure they're excited about that. You'll be getting a. You'll be getting an invoice in the mail. <laughs> we've, we've gone over budget. I think they've gotten rid of that parking, parking garage now. They have, but but they're just right. It's like, wait, why is this invoice? Why is, the hell's going on with the parking? For so, right. so you have all kinds of snacks, healthy and unhealthy, that they provide every day, and they load it up every day, Snack twice wall. a day. Yeah. Correct. It's amazing. Um, it's like here. What's on there? Um, what's on? Uh, well, they have. Uh, let's see. Candy apples? No, not candy apples. They'll have. <laughs> let's see. Sun chips, potato <laughs> chips, tortilla chips. They have granola cashews, bars, almonds, right. granola bars, yeah. massages, Reese's peanut butter cups, <laughs> mani pedis. Uh, uh, they have nine grain for you, Mike. You're very health conscious. Nine very grain granola. Uh, they have wow. that. They have uh, quinoa and blueberry crisps. Wow. Yes. Uh, what, what else? Bougie. Bougie. Yeah. Uh, peanut butter pretzels. Oh, goldfish. 
Pete. Um, I'm, I'm not even naming. I mean, there's probably about ten other things as well. Amazing. Well, as impressed as fruit I bites. am, as, a, as oh, impressed I as bites. I am with that yeah. moose with SMY, uh, here comes the burial. Um, at WWE, it was done a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, one it, up, Jones. Here we <laughs> go. That's what I used to do, guys. I was a wrestler. But I don't work there anymore. You still work in SMY, so you win. But no, but they didn't have a snack wall. What they did is they would have an intern just basically hand out menus to two, three different places they would pick, and you ordered whatever you want. And nice. Like, so that's how they did it. Like, Awesome. For that's the town. Great. Yeah, so my first time, though, I ever was in the studio, I had to do a photo shoot before I debuted as a wrestler, and they had a catering spread in the studio, in the fo- photography uh, you know, studio. Mm-hmm. They have their own there, obviously. It, I couldn't believe the spread that they had of food. I'm like, who does all this food for? They go, you. I go, me. Well, what am I? I mean, what am I? The size of Andre? I mean, yeah. there's and that, but all the crew was coming to eat too. But it was yeah. like they had full cold cuts. They don't. They don't. Uh, WWE don't play games with that stuff. I That's great. I mean, they, they suck in a sense that they didn't invite me to their 20th anniversary, which is happening tonight in Los Angeles, and the SmackDown anniversary. On that level, they suck. Okay, and I did say that publicly. Pete's going, but uh, <laughs> Pete's invited, yeah, and Pete's I'm invited. walking the blue carpet. Yeah. I've only called nine years of SmackDown, Moose, but yet I don't get the invite. And then I go well, and I attack, right. and I know there was an attack on Twitter yesterday because the Fox WWE official account tweeted and tagged me and shouted me out. I was part of a call, the number one SmackDown Friday Night SmackDown moment in history. When the Big Show and I'm, and uh, Big Show and Brock Lesnar superplex Jones all, and they broke the ring. I don't remember that. Much. You might. I do remember that. And I co- was what they call a commentator yeah. on that. That got number one, and they tagged me. So when I whatever I tweeted, I'm, I'm going to go off. Yeah, I got to stop. Yeah, because I'm getting angry. Moose Mike's off. I, I, I didn't want to get into this, but anyway, yeah. So I oh, tweeted a little comeback. His glasses on. Look yeah. out. That's, that's your opinion. You see, you see the moose. You see it, moose. You see the. Tweet. Are you going to read a prepared statement right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm trying to stay calm because I'm angry. What do you want me to read the tweet? Or are you teeing yeah, me? Actually, out? you know what? I'm teeing you up. It would, if you read Hold the tweet, me... you would do it much better than me. I forgot my login because it. Yeah. It's probably the moose. <laughs> no, I'm joking. His password is the moose. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, so right, you'll see Fox. phone just logged in. He's like, oh, I got it now. Right. Uh, no, but the, the uh, you'll, you'll find it. Fox ESP, it's on my Twitter. That's several down there, and it was a, a full attack. And uh, they put me over. You know, they put me over, and they, they gave me love, the, the official account, and then I got petty. But a lot of people uh, are on my side. Hey, it's the same reaction some might have uh, some might have when they realize I wasn't invited. The big anniversary show tomorrow night. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good one. Nah, I thought you would have done a better job setting it up. No, Thanks. I'm trying to re. I don't have my glass. Thanks. Here's the. Hey, it's the Thanks. same reaction some might have when they realize I wasn't invited. The big anniversary show tomorrow night. Yes, well, and to set that up, what happened there you was go. on the call... My the, second read's more better much than better, the first. Much better. The Thank reaction... You. I'll the, work on it. You Maybe were referring the 7 to. o'clock hour, I'll do a better the, read. The reaction was because my live call on the suplex was, I said, holy S on, on TV. And, oh. that was, and that's why. So everybody was going crazy and loving that back then. And that helped add to the call, obviously, and to the bump these guys took. So that was that's my sarcasm towards Fox and, and ESPN. I can uh, sense ESPN, it. Fox I, I enjoy sarcasm. And WWE. Yes. Yeah, it's there. And it got a lot of attraction. Mm. And then, uh, yeah. So I don't know how we got into this topic. But, yes, the catering at WWE offered was great. But yet, uh, forgetting to invite me to Los Angeles for a SmackDown anniversary 
completely sucks. We go to our resident mock here. You are a mock. Uh, Pete, I'm the bot. just curious. I, I just want to get Pete's opinion on this. Should, on what? On what you should have. Uh, no, should I, I be invited, Pete? Of course. Yes. What is Pete going to say? No? <laughs> yeah, no, you shouldn't be invited. No. I mean, come Pete on. He was on the committee that didn't Pete, invite should you. should I have been invited? No, Taz. <laughs> what? They, they got it right. Yeah. Pete's like, it's Friday. I'm trying to get to the weekend. Taz, <laughs> whatever you say. Show. <laughs> He's like, Taz, whatever you say. I know. Buy you twice. Well, right. I've been going off. I've been texting <laughs> right. Pete about this. For two days. You've been texting Pete? I've been texting Pete. Uh, He's been my therapist on this. Don't tell me you texted Robbie Rosenhaus about this, too. No, Robbie texts me. Uh, and Robbie always texts me while I'm in the middle of recording uh, the award-winning Taz show. Mm. That's and not that, a surprise. Yeah, he, I don't, he just knows when I'm recording. Thoroughly annoying. He's, yes, he's that's just that's annoying. Not, I don't that's need to text surprise. with you, Robbie, about the Minnesota Gophers and Well, prepare for a text right now because he's listening. Yeah, well, he, that's what he does. Oh, no, I know. You know, because you've, well, you've experienced well, what this, do you mean? too. I get texts every yeah. time we mention his name. I get a text that day. And then he does this routine. A friend of mine was listening to you and Moose. Oh, that's Meaning a him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten that one. I've yeah, gotten does. Does I've gotten one. a reaction to something I said, and then I have to think back to what I said about Robbie Rosenhaus earlier in the day. Like him and I were going back and forth at six o'clock in the morning, and he'll text me at like four o'clock in the afternoon. And then I have to I, before I text him, I have to think about what exactly did I say about Robbie because I don't have the recall or what sarcastic comment I made about the the big house. What does he? But does he have some kind of like transcription service that alerts him to people, when his bro. name is mentioned? He's got people, man. He's got people. He believes believes odds are at some point this week, which is on a Friday this week, that his name will be referenced. And he was right. He marks it, tapes it, and saves it. You're right. That's exactly it. That becomes part of his reel. Red siren going off in his room. Do you remember uh, when I was in Vegas and Robbie was shadowing me throughout that appearance? Remember that? <laughs> yes, I do remember. For, it was a two-day excursion. Stalking. Right. I'm going back. I'm going, I'm going to the clips. That's not nice. I'm going. <laughs> that wasn't right, Pete. He's got a problem with you, Pete. You got to be careful. He I only said big shadow. Bogus set of clips. Anyway, we don't want to body shame people here. We're not no, like we're that. Not you know how we are. We're, we're good people. So uh, anyway... We'd never do that here. No, no not so, after. And plus, yeah, well, don't say, say it. it. Don't, don't. Thank you. I know where you were going, and you did not. Good job. You're a pro. So here's the deal. I'm going to be in Baltimore at StarCast in November doing another appearance. Right. And guess who is going to shadow me again? Oh, Robbie. Robbie and I, we ride together again, this time through Chomp City, baby. Yeah. Nice. Great. That's right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Right. Andrew Bogus is here. We'll Bogus, what's, what's going on? All sorts of dejected right now. I know. Everybody's like miserable. God. <sighs> the L.A. Rams had won their last two trips to Seattle. The last time a division foe won three in a row up there. The Seahawks were in the AFC West. It was the Broncos in the mid to late 90s. The Rams probably should have joined them last night. Snap back. Ball down. Kick climbs to the upper. It's close. It's no good. He missed to the right. And the Seahawks are going to win! Mike Tirico on Westwood 1. Greg the leg. Greg Zerline missing from 44 yards out. Do you know why out. he did that game last night? Uh, I just read that he replaced Ian Eagle but I, or filled in for Ian, but I don't know why Ian wasn't there. Gotcha. Yeah. Who, who, who was uh, it? Tirico. Mike Tirico. Oh, Mike Tirico, Syracuse. And he he did he did a playoff game for Westwood last year. He did no yeah uh, yeah. I mean I, I was know. just I was just curious because I'm used to listening to Ian in the car right on Thursday night. I didn't you know Kevin Harlan does the Monday night game. I was just curious why that was the case. I couldn't find an answer. I was just curious. If They're both did. really good though. 
Oh no, they're great. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, I think Ian's obviously very good. I thought Tariko did a nice job last night on radio. I didn't hear I, him on radio, but but I'm not surprised. He's a yeah, he's you know. a he's a real. I I thought listening to it, describing it, not over describing. I thought he did a really nice job. I Big difference too. I think you brought up a good point right there, which a lot of people don't understand. Radio's a lot harder. You know, oh, no doubt. You've you got to describe it. you know. You've got to describe all correct. the action. It's a lot harder. You can't let the pictures tell the story. Correct. Correct. Yeah. correct. So, but I, I thought he I thought he did a, it was a, it was a good listen when I was in the car for like 45 minutes last night. That game with West Islip and Connectwatt, that's mm. not on the radio? That's not on the radio. I, I mean, it might be. I can't speak to what West Islip or Connectwatt right. does Kevin Harlan's going to be doing the game. <laughs> no, it's probably Kevin Harlan's kid at this yes, point. Yeah. that's true. <laughs> He's in sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. Harlan's like, I need the reps. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. I haven't game in 36 hours. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that was Tariko calling Greg Zerline's miss. 44 yard or 11 seconds to go. Instead of a 32-30 W, the Rams lose 30-29. But as a wise Taz once said, and confirmed last night by Rams QB Jared Goff, it wasn't just about the miss. It didn't all come down to that kick. There was a lot of plays that we could have had you know, a lot better. You know, A million things that could have gone differently that would have changed that game. And You learn from it and move forward. And Goff speaking from the shower. He threw for 395 yards with a touchdown and a pick. He handed off twice to Todd Gurley for touchdowns, but their team has now lost twice in five days. The Seahawks got one of Russell Wilson's best efforts, creating plays all night with his legs, 268 yards and TDs to four different receivers. His Seahawks now 4-1. and one. Far from the field, attorneys for a condo owner suing Antonio Brown for damages to that condo want A.B. to sit down for a second deposition. They say he was, quote, noncompliant and pugnacious during the first one. This lawsuit connected to that time an angry Brown threw furniture and other objects off the balcony of the condo, nearly hitting a young child. Playoff. Uh, I have to say something. I just want to speak about me for a second. Uh, I've been told by someone that I was pugnacious. You look at that as an insult moose or not? Um, Turn your mic on, sir, please. Your mic's off. I got you. No, I don't. You know, pugnate. Andrew, you know what that means, right? I do. I don't think it's a. I, I'm. I'm shocked. It, it was a legal to, term. It says, yeah, eager to quick to argue or quarrel. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's no. fine. Yeah, I don't think that's an insult. Well, I would think here on our show that Moose and I are both pugnacious at times, but we're that's what we do. Yeah, kind of right. I, that's so, why you're yeah, you. So who told you that? Some guy yeah. we over? Nah, some other body. Somebody at a hotel, a fan once. Oh. That's how he, yeah, exactly. When, he, 10 years ago? And that guy now in charge of Fox. So hence you're not reliving, invited. What are we, reliving the 90s? It wasn't 10 years ago. <laughs> I was in Las Vegas at the gimmick, at the StarCast. And somebody, it's like six months ago. I know. <laughs> All right. All right. I, maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. But you made it sound like you just got that tweet right now. <laughs> the guy said it in person. He goes, you're very pugnacious. I go, pardon me? I said, well, man, because I'm a big fan. I go, you're a big fan. You just well, called me argumentative. No, I don't think that's an insult. Andrew and I, didn't think no, that. I, don't my comeback moves with him? I said, would you like to see me be tenacious? And he walked away. Well, there you go. That's how that went. I might have lost a follower on that. Probably one. did. <laughs> He's no longer a fan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just right. Maybe he was an executive yeah. at Fox, and I didn't yeah. realize it. <laughs> Taz can never come here. Why? I can't tell you. He just is not allowed. Uh, playoff baseball last night. The Dodgers looking pretty smart for starting Walker Bueller, not Clayton Kershaw or Hinjin Ryu. In game one with the Nationals, Bueller gave Dave Roberts six shutout innings. Walker, time and time again, uh, just knows how to temper, control his emotions, and, and uh you know, transfer that into the delivery, the execution of pitches. And today, 
Uh, from that first throw, he was on point tonight. Three relievers finished off a 6 nothing win in their opener in L.A. The Cardinals won a thrilling Game 1 in Atlanta 7-6. They erased a 3-1 hole in the 8th, then got two-run doubles in the ninth from Marcelo Zuna and Colton Wong, then allowed three runs in the bottom half before Carlos Martinez got the final out. These two NL series continued today. And you get Game 1 for the Astros and Rays at 1 Central, the Yankees and Twins at 7 Eastern. The Mets fired manager Mickey Calloway yesterday, and on ice, the Avalanche outscored the Flames 5-3. Nashville down to Minnesota 5-2, three assists from Matt Duchesne in his Predators debut. And the Lightning beat the Panthers 5-2. Tampa Bay has won six openers in a row. Guys? All right. Uh, Thank you, Andrew. We'll come back. We'll talk a little baseball. Mix that into the equation. The Divisional Series got going last night. We'll touch upon the big card victory down in Atlanta and the ho-hum Dodger victory out in Los Angeles. We'll get into that next. And Acuna's lack of hustle. Oh, boy. Taz Moose on a Friday morning right here. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to ask the pros. Where you, the listener, get to ask us a question. Brought to you by whom? O'Reilly Auto Parts. That's who. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Go right now. Submit your question. Be listening later on in the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices. Excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single Day. So, Divisional Series in the National League got going last night. And, you know, not a lot to get into in the second game between the Dodgers and the Washington Nationals. Walker Bueller was very, very good. Patrick Corbin was okay. Early run. Bullpen imploded late. Kendrick was awful defensively um, at first base. And, uh, you know, you've got Muncy and Bellinger. I mean, they continue to put pressure on you throughout the course of the game. And the Dodgers, clearly the favorite in the National League to get through the playoffs and get themselves back-to-back-to-back World Series appearances uh, would be their third straight here, Taz. Uh, very, very good in their opener. Not to digest, nothing really to analyze and digest. I mean, they won the Dodger way. They went into it as a heavy favorite. Yep. Uh, they Big win bats, the game 6-0 right? yeah. Yeah, against the Nats, right? Yeah. Um, and um, and Bueller was very, very good getting the start for Dave uh, for Dave Roberts. Yeah, no doubt. I, that's, I, like I said many the other day, I, I, like, you know, I really like the Dodgers a lot. Yep. And, um, you know, and they got those bats, too. I mean, they had big bats, and, and Muncy played really well. Yeah, it was, it was, and you're right, though. It's a, it's a lot of what you expected. I watched a good, good, amount, of the, good amount of the game of the uh, – I was watching a lot of the Seahawks uh, football game, obviously, but, but I definitely watched a good amount of the, of the, um, of the Nats and the uh, Dodgers also because I wanted to see what happened uh, there. But, uh, yeah, no, they're um, – I mean, I just, that's why I think they're going to – I don't think they're going to have a problem getting out of this, this series here, this five-game series, and they got one up now on uh, Washington. So I think they're going to be fine. Yeah, and um, uh, you know they, um, you know, and you can. I, I think the Nats will bounce back. We'll see. Um, right. You know, we'll see in terms of uh, trying to you know go against the the majority a little bit. Um, and I do like this Washington team, but uh, they're going to have to bounce back in a big time way with Strasburg on the mound later on tonight, being opposed by Clayton Kershaw. That's going to be we good. And we saw, yeah, it's going to be great. Be good, um, and we saw how brilliant Strasburg was coming in relief right. um, in that wild card game, replacing Max Scherzer, who was not exactly brilliant in their comeback victory over the Milwaukee Brewers 
uh, and that was on uh, that was on Tuesday night. So, so hold on, um, sorry. so you think the Nats bats? You think the bats are going to wake up? Because they were sleeping last night. Two hits. Oh, they were very quiet. Yeah. yeah, Bueller was very good. I um I don't know if necessarily the I don't know if they they're going to put on an offensive explosion. I don't want to come across that way. Right, uh, right. I think as a team, I think they've been a very resilient team. Right. Uh, they closed out the regular season winners <clears> of eight straight. They came back. They've done it without Bryce Harper. I just don't think they're going to go quietly in the series. Um, you know, and I actually picked them to win the series. I might end up being wrong. I didn't mm. want to go with the Dodgers. I didn't, you know, I, I want to be, I do like this Nats team a lot. And, you know, I they looked like they enjoyed their wild card victory. <laughs> yeah, that's the way they looked offensively yeah, no, last right. night. I'm not taking anything away from Bueller, and no. the Dodgers are great. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not telling you that they're not. Um, and we'll see if maybe they could put a little bit more pressure. <clears throat> if the offense doesn't come around, Taz, the, the Nats aren't going to do anything. No. Not that they have to score seven, well, eight runs a game, but they can't have two hits. Yeah, it, it was uh, Turner it, and uh, Soto, I think, had the hits. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Was, and yeah. Kendrick was atrocious at first base. Uh, Did you see the ball go right through his legs? What the hell was that? I mean, it was atrocious. I did. I mean, yeah, that, I know. I know. I know. Really, <laughs> excuse me. Really and that, at that stage, Taz, it's anyone's game because it's a one nothing game. Yeah, they had a couple errors in that game. The Nats. Yeah, they did. And yeah. that is a that is a one nothing game at that stage. Corbin's pitching in and out of trouble throughout mm-hmm. the early part of that game. He say, "All right, maybe the Nats can get lucky late." You know, kind of a bloop and a blast, as John Sterling would say. Um, and then the Dodgers linked out the lead, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Yeah, so. that was it. Yeah. And then you get to the early game mm. as the Cardinals come rolling back, Taz. Melanson was terrible, but really the talking point is going to be the lack of hustle from Ronald Acuna Jr., who's a hell of a player. Uh, you know, he's a top-five player in the entire sport. His speed and power combination is just off the charts. No doubt, but, no doubt. You know, the, the, the massive talking point out of this one is not how bad Melanson was or the fact that the Braves blew a, you know, a 3 nothing 3 or I should say a 3-1 lead at one point in time, or the fact that they got two home runs, went down 7-3 in the ninth inning, was going to be Acuna not hustling out of the box on what should have been a double, and he ended up on first base. Horrible. It was horrible. Uh, look, he's a young kid. He's 21 years old. <clears throat> He's a great player. I mean, he, he his skill set is great. Uh, you know, he had three hits yesterday. I mean, he, he really is a tremendous player. And you're right. You laid out his the combo of speed, power, and stuff like oh, that. He's an unbelievable. He player. really is. But gee whiz, man, you you can't teach, you can't coach heart, you can't coach passion or desire. You got to hustle. You can't run down first because you think the ball's a home run, or your bat's in your hand. That's what he did. And then, and then in that same inning, dude. Okay, when it, when it was the bottom of the seventh, it was first and second. There's one out. Okay, Donaldson's up at bat. He hits a line drive to short. And what is Acuna doing? He's off second base by about fifteen. I don't know, maybe eight, seven, eight yards, nine yards, whatever it's ten feet, fifteen feet. And he gets pulled. He get there's a double play off the line drive. Yeah. I mean, and Donaldson was pissed at the at Acuna. You could tell. No, I mean, you could. You know, and I have that was I, almost as worse as not hustling. Yeah, I have more of a problem with the lack of hustle than I do that play. Do you right. agree? Uh, yes, but I'm saying that's a bad. Oh no, no, yeah, I'm, not right. saying, I mean, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's not bad. He I, had I, a big lead though, dude. I, I, he had right, a big I, lead. On I don't second. disagree with you. I'm not saying it's a, a, a smart baseball play, Taz. Right. But the the, the hustle, right. seventh inning when you are when you think you've hit a home run. And you're gonna, you better make sure it's a home run, right? Just run, like that. Dude. That ball's got to be 480 feet. Like it can't be a question where it's a, a wall scraper. I mean, when when Ronald Acuna, who was you have not seen him since September 24th, right? You know, the, he was also benched. Remember, we talked about the time by Brian Snitker, their manager, Snicker. in the regular season for lack of hustle. 
This is a playoff game. It's the divisional series. It's game one. And you are going to cost your team a run in the seventh inning because you're hot-dogging mm. at that stage because you think the ball is gone. Yep. It doesn't end up being gone. And instead of being on second base, at worst, you got to be at second base. I mean, at best, no it's a home it. run. At worst, you got to be on second base. The idea of not running there, and as you mentioned, hold on, it is it is absolutely ludicrous, and he deserves all the criticism that comes his way. And he's going to get it, and it's, to your point, it's well-deserved. With his speed and his youth and his energy and exuberance, there's no doubt he should have been on second base. No doubt. But he's, he's like you said, he's hot-talking. He's watching the ball. He, 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 thinks, he thinks it's going to be Gonski. Well, but, and, and there's nothing. Here's the other thing, Taz. There's nothing Brian Snitker can do about it now. No, he's not People, benching him. Well, you can't bench him. can't bench him. him. No. It's the playoffs. No, you can't bench him. I mean, so what exactly, what message are you now going to send Ronald Acuna to get through his head? I mean, I know the embarrassment. And he got called out by his teammates, whether it be Freddie Freeman and others, you know, saying that that, you know, that that can't be happening, Taz. Yeah, yep. But you can't do anything about it. You got to roll them right back out there for game two. Because if you to. lose that game, going back to St. Louis, the series is over. Dude, you need that guy in that lineup. I mean, you need if you're the Braves, you need that cat, that kid in that lineup. I mean, you, you know, so I uh, hopefully he rebounds from this. but And I'm sure he will. But he, he definitely probably had the riot act read to him in that clubhouse. Yeah, um, I'm sure he did, Taz, and uh, hopefully he got the message. He thought maybe after the regular season he did. Game one of the NLDS, right. it reared his ugly head again. Uh, we'll come back. We'll run around the NFL week five. That will be. It's Taz and Moose on a Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 